Warning! This program will contain massive spoilers and profanity for absolutely everything we discuss. Consider yourself warned. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chilling Amongst the Mangoes, the stickiest review show on the internet. Things are white for more reasons than one. Uh, it's Christmas time. I don't know where I was going with that. That's I'm CJ Welcome. Terrible. Do you want to start over? Nope. I- I'd like to. <laughs> I'm Gage Topolsky, but whatever. Uh, we're <laughs> we're looking at the Santa Claus. Huh? Uh... <laughs> He had one of those noises. He did in the in the movie. I was he surprised did. that he was able to hold himself back. I think it just came out involuntarily. <laughs> Probably um, at this point. You like this movie, right? It's cute. Okay. I never did. It's a kids movie. I it's even as a Christmas kid, movie. I was like, I it's fine. What you don't like the premise of if you murder Santa, you become him. The premise is fine. The fir- the second and third act are pretty good, but I I, f- I finally pinpointed why I didn't like this after like actually thinking about it because I never act- went out of my way to think about this movie until we until we did this podcast. Mm-hmm. There's some first act stru- pro- act problems that I'll get to at the end of the. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. My my issue with this movie is actually the second act of the movie drags. Yeah, it does, but it like it's 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 the same joke again and again and again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's But no, I I enjoy this movie. I think it's cute. It's fine. It's there's like It's not good. No. I fully realize it is a horrible movie, mm-hmm. but it's cute and I like it and it's a good Christmas movie. The second one's better, but even Well, the, the only okay, the only reason we are doing Mm-hmm. This movie is because we want to do the second one. Next because, year. I mean, yeah. the third act of this movie kind of gives you a little taste. Because yeah. it just goes so fucking hard and just goes so overboard. Yeah. With just... Also, just... The second one's... The, like, the second one is better, but the only reason it's better is because the B-plot was stolen from an episode of Futurama. Yeah. Yeah. And the A-plot and the romance plot is boring. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, kids don't care about that. No. Yeah. Nope. But um like I mean I'm not going to say to no to having Santa fight um Nazi Santa, Nazi Mecha Santa. Nazi Mecha Santa. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm down for that. But unfortunately, we're not watching that today. We <laughs> didn't watch that. Yeah, we, we watched, watched the Santa Claus. We watched the first one. <laughs> it's a it's a fun Christmas movie. It's, fu- it's a fine Christmas it's a fun movie. Christmas movie. It's a fine. I will fucking fight you. I know you will. I can't defend this movie. I just like okay. It. All right, fine. That's all I need. Uh, that's yeah. all I need. No, I, uh, I fully I admit I cannot defend it. This is the first time I've watched it since I don't know, probably five years ago, and mm-hmm. it even just five years, it, it didn't hold up. No. Uh, all right. Uh, so this was directed by uh, John. Uh, Peskin, I believe that's how you pronounce it. That's what I'm going with. Um, starring uh, 
Tim Allen as Scott Calvin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judge Reinhold as Neil. He was he was weirdly good at like I, he was weird. He was hated. I hated how much I liked. Like no, I didn't. He was ter- He was a terrible human being. Wendy Crewson as Laura. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Lloyd as Charlie Calvin. You might recognize him from Dunstan Checks In, which came out two years later. Mm. Um, uh, David Crumholtz as Bernard, and that's all we really care about. Okay. Uh, the movie opens with a man dressed as Santa saying hello to people around the office of an office Christmas party. Uh, the owner of this company, the father from Everybody Loves Raymond, introduced- Peter Boyle. Peter Boyle, always great. Um, he passed away yeah, a decade ago. Yeah. Um, he introduces Tim Allen's character um, and for his good job in marketing. And being that it's a 90s movie and all r- movies are written by people in advertising and marketing, and they, l- they heard Write What You Know, which is one of the reasons why we just got just marketing people. In every goddamn romantic comedy movie. Yeah. Um, well, he also goes full misogynist and steals the mic from the uh, yeah the lady who's initially giving the speech. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, we don't hang around the party that much. He leaves. He lies to his ex-wife that about traffic as he goes home. Um, there's a montage reminding us that it is, in fact, Christmas... Uh, as the opening credits continue. Yep, just yeah, like every just, other Christmas movie yeah. from the time period. He gets home, um, his ex-wife is pissed, he invites both uh, his son and his ex in to talk. He is generally snotty toward the husband, her, to her new husband, and credit where credit is due, Tim Allen's character is a little annoyed by the fact that his son doesn't believe in Santa Claus anymore. Yeah. Because a bully picked on him, and then the stepdad explained to him that Santa is more of a feeling than an actual person. And he's eight. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, Neil is a psychiatrist. Oh, yeah, yeah. And because this is the 90s... Um, that that can that only means, mean that you're a, you're a hack. You're a hack and a terrible person. Yep. Um, just out of curiosity, what was your experience with learning about Santa? Spoilers, Santa isn't real. Wait, what? <laughs> no, but everything I've learned in movies tells me otherwise. Mm-hmm. No. Um, here's the thing. I don't remember when I officially like realized that Santa mm-hmm. wasn't real, but I also never told my parents that I figured it out. because I f- Same here. Because I figured it would mean I'd get less presents. Same here. Same and, here. <laughs> and at, at one point when I was like 14, my mom was like, you do know Santa's not real, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know. Presents, right? <laughs> Like I'm still getting the same amount. <laughs> for me, for me, it was just I think I figured out around eight or seven yeah. or eight. Well, the f- but the, the here's the thing: what got me, what like I maybe I hadn't solidified the decision that Santa wasn't real because of the amazingly ara- elaborate um, things my my grandfather would do for us at Christmas. Mm-hmm. He'd uh, we'd, we'd always, we wouldn't, the, <laughs> it's really clever, actually. Uh, my grandparent, Christmas would happen at my grandparents' uh, place, and they'd turn all the clocks forward by three hours to make it seem like mm. it was a lot later than it actually was. And we would open the gifts on Christmas Eve night uh, from each other, mm-hmm. and then around the time where the clock said that it was midnight, 
um, Grandpa would reach behind his easy chair, pull on a string which was connected to some bells that he had in the vents of the house. So it resa- so the jingling <laughs> came around, felt like it was coming from all around us. Yeah. Um, and then we'd run, then we'd go outside and there was just this like massive bag of mm-hmm. presents, like a red, like cheap red velvet just filled. It was about, it went like as a kid, it seemed like it was six feet tall. It was probably smaller than that. But what would happen is during like the opening presents while all the kids were distracted, um, my uncle and my grandfather would sneak out, drag a bag out. Um, my uncle would put, uh, would put something on a rope outside the door. So we'd hear a thud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we'd go out and be like, Santa dropped off the gifts. That's a lot of effort to go through just to ch- like lie to children. I know, which is why I was like, oh, okay. Uh, which is why it took a little bit longer. But like, I figured like that got explained to me later, mm-hmm. like when I was a lot older. Um, so <laughs> for me, it was, uh, I have a brother and sister that are 11 and eight years older than me, yeah. respectively. Uh, and they'd go to their dad's house, uh, uh, for Christmas Eve and then come back. I I don't know. Anyway, I mm. think I learned like fairly early on that it wasn't real, but I'm like, well, I gotta keep, I yeah. gotta, I, I can't let them know that I don't believe it because I need more presents. <laughs> Same here. Like that was, I need more Legos. <laughs> uh, the only way I can get them is through this mysterious Santa persona. <laughs> I kind of figured it out after I realized that most of the, um, gifts from my other side of the family, mm-hmm. which were labeled Santa, was the same handwriting as my grandmother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, I think I also realized it when I, 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 you know how when you turn like five or six, you experience like you're like your first moment of clarity that you are your own individual. Yes. Uh, watching different Christmas movies and uh, having different actors play Santa for some reason to my like six year old brain was like, wait, why wouldn't they get the real guy? (laughs) And like, I think that's what kind of started it. Obviously later on realizing, Oh, actors are a thing. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, that's really funny. Back to this movie. Uh, Tim Allen is annoyed that his son now long is now questioning Santa. Um, and they get uh, his character would be mad if his son was questioning anything. Yeah, can we not? I I know, I know, <laughs> I know. The human piece of shit known as Tim Allen is just like I don't want to get into it. I knew that this was going to come up. We'll acknowledge he's kind of a terrible person. He compared being a Republican to being a Jew during the Holocaust. Yeah, uh, he immediately took it back, but he still fucking said it. Yeah, and yeah, whatever. Anyway, moving on. The two parents are angry. They're yelling at each other. The son comes out and says, "Why? Why do you guys always have to fight?" Uh, and they tell, and they lie to him, telling him that they're not fighting. Uh, so- mom was singing, which sounds a lot like fighting. Mm-hmm. The son says goodbye to his mom, and she leaves. Uh, Tim Allen learns that it takes four hours to cook a turkey, attempts cooking, then burns all the food. So they decide to go out to eat for Christmas, but everywhere else is closed. Uh, they they end up at everybody's favorite uh, hangover joint, yeah. Denny's. Uh, yep. And it's the only time I ever go to eat Denny's is if I'm severely hungover. Yeah. It just it hits the spot. You need that really like 
low nutrient count grease. Mm-hmm. They have dinner at Denny's. Denny's is mostly filled with Japanese businessmen experiencing authentic American diarrhea cuisine and very sad single fathers who who've, who've burned them the uh, turkey. They all look like they're one stubbed toe away from ending it all. Um, they eat terrible food. He brings them back home and reads Twas the Night Before Christmas to him. Uh, the kid doesn't uh, know what uh, rose with what a rose such a clatter means. Yeah. It's a rose such a clatter. Yeah. So um, dad tries to explain it to him. He says, okay. Uh, they go to bed. Later that night, Charlie wakes up uh, his dad after hearing a noise on the roof because uh, there's a clatter going on. Uh, he goes outside, sees Santa. Santa slips, falls off the roof, and dies. Although we do see him wave goodbye. Yep. Yeah. Um, his son runs out, glad to see his dad got got the intruder, uh, and then uh, accuses him of being a Kris Kringle killer. Uh, the I came up with that. I'm not getting. That's not yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, dad find the father finds a business card tucked away in Santa's pocket that simply says Santa Claus North Pole and has instructions to put the clothes of a dead man on to him in case he dies typically this would be on a medical bracelet but instead of a business card but i don't know when that when medical bracelets really came around i feel that feels like i i don't know man. anyway i don't know man all i know is that he's uh is that like they immediately could have gone a different direction with this movie and had him being hunted down because people want to be santa yeah or like I, I I looked at this and I was like and realizing what happens with the elf later and just his Bernard's entire um, pose with dealing with the new Santa, I think this Santa faked his own death um, yeah. to get out of the contract. Yep, because like it the way Bernard talks is like I knew this was fucking gonna happen. I knew that I was gonna get a new fucking Santa Claus. And now I have to teach him the goddamn ropes again. Oh, I don't think he faked his own death. I think he actually died. Yeah. But I think he, like, like yeah, purposefully was, died. Yeah. Just to get away from that situation. The the first It's very much clause. like a hostic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hate you for saying that. <laughs> oh, God. Just yep. for that, we have to watch all four movies. No, we don't. No, yep. we don't. No, yep. we do not. Yep. Listen, I can do two, and then I can, like, drink enough that I pass out during three and then I don't want to watch the new stuff. I want to watch the new one. You do? Kinda. I don't. I want to see how bad it is. Peyton Manning is not an actor. I know, and that's why I want to watch it. God, why is like he's he's in commercials, Gage. He's in commercials. Oh, he announces commercial. football. He sounds like he he sounds like exactly what you expect a person who suffers a, at least two concussions per game to sound like. Okay, he'd be dead if that was true because he played for like fifteen years. Okay, one point five concussions every two games. No, he'd still be dead. Uh, but he still has that like uh, that monotone like. Well, that's half- because he's from the Midwest. I've heard Midwestern people talk with more attitude than that. It's very rare, but it just, does happen. Just, oh, just just do what everyone else everyone else does after they retire from the NFL. Buy a used buy a car shop car store. No, see see the new thing is uh, if you're a quarterback and you retire from the NFL, you just become an announcer. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's 
Tony, I, I hate that Tony Romo as a quarterback, and I hate him as an announcer. He has literal diarrhea of the mouth. Mm-hmm. He and also for somebody who played as quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys for like a decade, mm-hmm. he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. It's <laughs> honestly astounding. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, um, I I will take over from here. So, uh, a. Ladder just magically appears and uh, next to the house, leaning up against the roof. Uh, and Charlie looks at it and it says, a rose such a ladder. Because, you know, dumb jokes are still fun. That's what the kid thought it was. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's, the... it's a, it, it would be cuter if it, it came up later in the movie. Yeah. But, oh, well. Yeah. Um, so they climb up the roof. There's reindeer and a sleigh up there. Uh, Comet shits himself. God, I was... <laughs> He looks. He looks into the camera. The animatronic reindeer farts. <laughs> looks into the camera with the expression of "Did I do that?" And it's just like uh, it's the nineties. Okay, the uh, of the fart jokes that happen in this movie, I, I, this annoys me for some reason. There's not that many. There's two. There are two. There should have been three or none. Yeah, that's fair. There should have the, one per act. It's like Taika's goats. <laughs> um. Anyway, but uh, no. Tim Allen looks at him and says, "Excuse you, Rudolph," and then it grunts. Yeah, and I'm surprised. Like... I'm surprised Tim Allen never got into a grunting match with an animatronic reindeer in this movie. <laughs> I feel like that was missing. Yeah. Um. So he puts on the clothes, gets in the sleigh, and they take off and the cgi here is the worst thing i've ever seen in my entire life like like you text me while you were watching it and said hey i really don't want to like like it's 1994 i don't want to linger on how bad the cgi looks but and i'm thinking to myself yeah but i don't remember it being that bad oh my god yeah holy fucking shit Uh uh-huh compositing is just non-existent no like they didn't like they had animatronic reindeer, but low, like even just like some miniatures. It's, it's low res, uh-huh. uh huh, non composited, uh huh, flat color. Yeah, it's like I've seen better. This came out the same year as Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah, it did. Huh. I mean, it typically. Wait, no, that was ninety. That was 98. No, that was... Uh, 89. That was 89. No, Sorry. Batman is 89. Uh, Batman, Batman Returns is either 92 or 94. I can't remember. It was remember. 92. Okay. Yeah. This is two years older than Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyway. Uh, God. They go to a rich person's house. Charlie explains to his dad how to be Santa. Uh, the uh, ki- he gets sucked down the chimney. Again, like... It looks like it's, someone was playing around with the warp tool in Photoshop. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, After Effects. Yeah. Um. So he goes in. He's a douchey Santa to a little girl. Mm-hmm. Like, you want this doll? Go back to sleep. I can't drink milk. I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah. That that was set up for a cute. That did. That's of okay. That's set later. off later. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's just, he's, he wants to go to bed. Yeah. He's a 40 year old who just wants to fucking sleep. And I relate to that. Yeah. As uh, he, um, as he continues, uh, he starts to just realize, okay, this is a dream. I'm just going to give in. 
I'm just going to accept that this is a dream. And as he flies above the clouds, as the morning comes, he yells, Merry Christmas! And in the morning, I'm getting a CAT scan! Yep. And I liked that Good line. Good joke. I chortled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. I feel like chortling is the closest you can come to laughing in this movie. Yeah. Um, well, so, uh, they go to the Arctic, yep. uh, land in the middle of an ice field, reindeer book it. I love... That there's a elf that just emerges from behind some, like, icy protrusions. Yeah. And a literal North Pole just rises from the ground. So something that confused me, the elf, they're looking, um, there's singing happening. Mm -hmm. And I, and they start looking around when the singing is happening. But there's also, like, I, footsteps. So when the singing happens, I'm thinking, oh, they're hearing diegetic singing and wondering where it's coming from. Uh, but they're not. It's just the elf. And the singing just happened to coincide when the, the moment where they both stopped and started looking around, like, mm -hmm. where's that singing coming from? The uh, He turns on the North Pole. It extends. He very deliberately enters into a keypad 2239. And I was like, that should be... Okay, that's going to come back later because it is the camera zoomed in on him very carefully going two, two, three, nine. This doesn't come back. No, I, I no don't understand. What, I thought it, I see, as I a kid, it, I always thought it was 1225, but it's not. Yeah. I thought, I thought maybe I like, I, I did, I have not seen this movie in a long time. And I thought maybe at one point he's going to come back and he's going to have to, like, there's something going on and he's going to have to, like enter that information but we know it and they he doesn't um but no and it doesn't come back uh nope. reindeer magically appear in their stables and i love how the actual elves are played by actual children mm -hmm. it adds another level of like the eternal youth to and them every single child actor in this movie was good yeah yeah all of the kids playing the elves acted well one like jolly elves and two like semi-immortal beings yep yeah like yeah. there's a <laughs> yeah um bernard is just you know a guy for a kid from new york who's done with everyone's shit he reminds me of almost every um floor manager i've had while working in a machine shop yep like just yeah, the, no, exactly yeah. <laughs> are you on your lunch break i'm gonna make this coffee break <laughs> can't have coffee then break's over <laughs> We got work to do. If you need help, I'll help you do it. But you got to do it. Like, that that kind of attitude. I, I, like, I like him. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Bernard's kind of like, like he's sick of this. He's sick of everything. And You must be the new Santa. Welcome to hell. Basically. Uh, <laughs> uh, he explains to Tim Allen that by putting on the clothing and the suit, he has agreed in to a contract that was written in the fine print of the business card that he found in the yeah. course of Santa. And Tim, we get close-up shots of Tim Allen in a uh, magnifying glass yes. from the other end making weird faces because That's... Tim the Tool Man Taylor is funny. Yeah. Also, uh, fine print because, haha, big joke, 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, Literal the... fine print is just... Like, literal... The other thing is, so like... Fun. It, it most fine print and most of that that, that fast talking on the radio. Mm -hmm. I, there's not 
like more and more restrictions in the Consumer Protection Act, like during the uh, early 2010s. Yeah. Just stopped that. Yeah. Yeah. Like medical pharmaceutical because now now pharmaceutical commercials take three times as long as they used to because they have to talk about how you know you might have uh rectal bleeding if you take this medicine that's supposed to cure your cancer and kids are running with their parents and the voice is saying may cause rectal bleeding and even death (laughs) it's just like rectal contusions Let's Sorry, stop. I'm, no, I'm, we, let's I'm like stop. 90% sure that I've heard that one before. Oh, definitely, definitely. Rectal contusions. Uh, anyway, the contract is, like, not enforceable at all. Like, nope. I don't, like... Well, that's magically ma- magic. enforceable. It's magically enforced. Yeah. Um, also... I don't be- know, the, the child elf hit squad could come after you. <laughs> Uh, so Tim Allen is informed you got 11 months to get your affairs in order. Then you get back here by Thanksgiving. I'll mail the naughty nice list to your house. Um, and, uh, he goes to bed. He's got new clothes that say SC on them. Yeah. You know, his name's Scott Calvin, but also Santa Claus. Uh-huh. Um, uh, a girl named Judy, an elf girl named Judy comes in and makes him hot cocoa. Yeah. It's cute. So she comes back in the second movie. I think. I think so. Something that, like, hit me and I wasn't prepared for was while he's talking, he's talking with Judy as his son is trying to fall asleep in the bed. And he's, and she's, he's, he doesn't really, he says, I'm looking around, I can see it, but I'm not getting it. I don't, this doesn't make sense. And she says, seeing isn't believing, believing is seen. And at this moment, she said that. All I imagined was an entire classroom filled with philosophy and theology students with their heads in their hands considering the weight of that statement. Yeah. That that sounds like a theology, um, like, final essay. Yeah, for, like, a uh, philosophy major. Yeah. Like... That th- like defend your thesis in order to get your masters. Yeah, like, I I went into this movie. I had my brain shut down to like thirty five percent operating speed. Oh, my brain has been operating at about ten percent capacity for the past week or so. So like my expect ex- expectations was low, and then I was hit by that, and I just had a headache, and I felt like a computer running MS DOS being forced to run a simulation from the Large Hadron Collider. I just was not prepared for that. And what sucks more, I thought this was going to be the theme of the movie. I'll continue about that after we talk about this. <laughs> what theme? <laughs> I guess believe in yourself, I, but we'll get into that. I guess kidnap your child and everything will turn out just okay. I'll yell about theme later. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, Tim Allen goes to sleep. Next morning, he wakes up in his own bed wearing the custom red pajamas uh, his son opens all the presents really quickly. His mom comes to pick him up. Kid had a great last, great time last night. He's um, he's telling her all about the the things things he observed. Tim Allen says, "Okay, I just had a really good dream, and we both shared a, sh- a, sh- a shared delusion." Uh, but the mother's a bit no- annoyed that it seems like the father has just not confirmed to his son that Santa is real. And mm-hmm. has kept feeding his imagination. Yeah. So we basically cut to a uh, school fair. Or yeah. a, like a, a parent. Uh, uh, what the fuck do you call that? <laughs> it's a career day. Career day. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a hard cut from him in his underwear going back into his house 
to a fireman. Oh, uh, yeah, after he says, yeah. usually I sleep buck naked. As a woman yeah. and her daughter pass by. Yeah. Hard cut. Fireman explaining why third degree burns are extremely painful to Charlie's assumedly first grade class. The teacher's maybe second grade. Maybe second grade. The teacher tells the firefighter, I'm sure the entire class will agree with me when I say, sorry about your partner. And I'm like, holy <laughs> fucking Jesus, there, tap dancing Christ. That was a hard fucking pivot. There are some jokes in this movie that hit hard. <laughs> that is like the one that just, like, that's the one that goes like, <laughs> oh my God. That, that reminds me of the uh, raid on Nickelodeon yeah, from the... uh, Chippendale. <laughs> the actor playing the elementary school teacher is fantastic. She has this continual look of being way in over her head and looks like someone who was hired as a substitute and given no lesson plan. Um, <laughs> she looks like the kind of person who has to uh, drink to get through her life. <laughs> she is she is in a, she is in a perpetual panic attack during the school day. Um, <laughs> So yes, that's fine, sweetie. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> she no, she's the substitute teacher who's just popping zannies in a corner. <laughs> it's not working anymore. My body has developed a resistance to it. Uh. All right. Anyway, uh, Charlie asks for his actual dad to go up and talk about his job <laughs> instead of his de- stepdad. And um, you want to take it from there? Yeah. Um. T- so Scott basically tells the uh, class like. Well, I'm not actually Santa, like Charlie said. I'm like Santa because I work for a uh, toy company that delivers toys to kids all around the world, yada, yada, yada. And Charlie, like, just hard, right. hard, tries to hard sell the fact that his father is Santa Claus. Yes. Now, this is Santa Claus. He has elves. Um, there's a... Oh, we did, They're not... Uh, they're, remember, kids, they're not elves. They're little people. <laughs> we don't say stupid, and we don't say elves. We call them little people. Yep. And I'm like, what the... F- you are you are on a cocktail of drugs that you should not be uh, driving vehicles or within 10 feet of a child. You should not be within... A th- you shouldn't be within a square mile of a school. <laughs> Let's be real. Uh, um, so we basically hard cut again to the principal's office as uh, Neil... Lauren, Laura, Laura. I don't know. Laura, I called her the, the mom. mother. I, that's the thing. Thing. I don't remember anyone's names in yeah. this. I remember, I remember Charlie, Neil, Neil I remember, and Charlie. And but I remember like everyone else is so generic in their role. Yeah. He. It's it's Tim Allen, and then when he's actually acting, it's Santa Claus. Yeah. Um. Charlie. I remember. Uh. I have. What's her name written down as wife or ex ex wife or mother? The mother. The mother. Uh, Wendy Cruson is Laura. Okay. okay, Laura. So the mother, uh, Neil and uh, uh, Tim Allen are all sitting there, and like obviously Tim Allen's not taking it serious because it's Tim Allen. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Okay, what did you do uh, on the night of uh, Christmas Eve? Well, did some shots, you know." Yada, yada, yada. No, I read a book to him. Yeah, I read a book to him. What do you want me to say? He internalized the book. He had a dream, and he thinks I'm Santa Claus. Uh, and they tell him that he needs to explain to his son in no uncertain terms that he is not Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the next scene, they're at the zoo looking at the polar bears um, enclosure, which is smaller than my living room. Um, I mean, it tracks <laughs> for the 90s. Okay, Yeah, it does. Yeah. Where was PETA? Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, there wasn't a dog in this one. No, there, there wasn't. You're right. There was. There were actually there was a dog. There was. Oh god. Yeah, yeah. yeah Tim Allen uh, uh, ran from gunfire dog. instead of pulling out his own yeah. and shooting back. Uh, <laughs> anyway. He tries to explain to his son it's all a dream while walking around the zoo. Uh, at one point, he tells the son, just drop it. Just Let's, let's enjoy this and let's stop just, talking about it. Let's just consider this a secret. No, oh, okay. Yeah. But the, in the scene where they're at the zoo, the kid looks behind him and sees just eight reindeer walk, walking in a line following them. They have escaped. Okay, and... This shot might be my favorite shot of the movie just because of absolutely how fucking terribly composed it is <laughs> and composited. <laughs> I like I understand compositing the reindeer in, but why the fuck is Tim Allen and the kid also comped in? Like it it like you I get, mean it's obviously a stock photo that they comped into. I think so, but like Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, uh cut to Elvin and the chipmunks. I mean singing. they got the shadows vaguely correct they're like it's they're the right, there they're, it's the right it's the it's the right compass direction <laughs> kind of kind of i yeah. think a couple of them are going in the wrong direction but uh, yep so mother's listening to alvin and the chipmunks um singing santa claus is coming to town she looks in to see her son practicing to be santa claus uh closes the door and walks away with the look that like she just saw her kid cutting off the head of a cat like yeah. just like utter shock like yeah you know because an eight-year-old believing in santa is the worst thing yeah that could ever possibly happen yeah yeah it's dumb um anyway uh st the stepfather the next scene the stepfather is trying to explain the logic of santa not being real to a set to an eight-year-old but the stepfather has made the mistake of trying to prove a negative and trying to explain how magic isn't real. Yeah. And it's just like... Oh, and the kid uh, tells him, well, have you ever seen a million dollars? No. <laughs> just because you haven't seen something doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. <laughs> and Judge Reinhold here, as the stepfather, he's doing such a good job of portraying the therapist in a way that people saw them in the 80s and 90s. And that being, and that being smarmy and up his own asshole... The way he talk he talks in this scene makes him sound like a teenager who who thinks that they figured out a life and are trying to pass down their grand realization to someone who is six months younger than them. Well, <sighs> when you get to be my age, <laughs> um, no, he also just you know is kind of condescending to an eight year old, and it's like very stepfathery, yeah, uh, like very nineties stepfathery, yeah. Uh, in the next shot, Tim Allen wakes up, farts, uh, second fart joke, finds that he has put on about 40 pounds and has grown the beginning of a beard. Been there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he starts a slow, what could have been eldritch horror uh, body transformation, <laughs> but unfortunately it's a kid's movie and they don't go there. Yeah. Uh, he runs into work half-dressed, looking like he lost control of his life. Uh, everyone in the conference room is ordering lunch. Uh, he decides he's really hungry, orders a lot of food, and there's an awkward silence as he's finishing his pudding. Uh, they start the meeting, and there's this new tank toy that they're planning to advertise. Santa but, and a panzer. But they're already planning for the Christmas ad for next 
Christmas. It's after Christmas. It's assumingly January. Why are they planning this toy to release next year production takes time okay mass production of things takes time they need to get it at the top early and then it starts going through the chain a year is actually a pretty quick turnaround okay i just like i'm like it being exactly a year like i I, that's what i'm saying like it's a quick turnaround okay but it felt like especially with the doll in the pre the -hmm. previous christmas like it felt like this company was only doing one toy a year. That's what it felt it, like. It, it is what it feels like. But yeah. I'm saying like like even like just production time and all of the like QA and uh-huh. stuff like that and getting tooling right for the machine. Like okay, like a year is a very quick turnaround. All right, all right, fair enough. It's just I don't, I, the way it's set up really makes it feel like it's just. Yeah, no, like I agree with make, you. We make one toy per Christmas. I agree. Well, they did say that they already sell like one of those tanks. Oh right. Um, that comes in like ten thousand pieces, and as soon as you put it together, it breaks, meaning that you need to buy more pieces. <laughs> yeah. And the CEO is just like, yeah, that's why we like that's the point. Uh, Tim Allen critiques the ad, saying the elves look funny and not like they actually are, and he freaks out when he sees sees Santa driving a symbol of military industrial complex and an ad yelling on Panzer, which I kind of like. Yeah. Uh, But also the fact that in any other movie, Tim Allen would have (laughs) been. Yeah. Uh, His boss sees all this app is happening and he assumes that this is happening because he's dealing with some kind of psychological break and his life is falling apart. I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. So, the boss says, take some time off work, see a psychiatrist and a dietitian." And I'm like, and and after that, we don't see any of his work ever again. Nope. And it's just like, okay, that's He got quiet fired. He got, yeah, but like, (laughs) his boss is like, the way, what's his name? Uh, uh, Peter Boyle. Boyle, the way Boyle portrays this boss, he seems like he actually cares about like he's not like yeah like uh money all my money but he seems like money, he's money, actually, money, money, money. actually caring about his employees uh and we never see him again so just keep that in mind well, because I mean, i'm gonna yell had, about it later they had to make time in this movie for the elven hit squad yeah yeah we cut to tim mallon uh at the doctor's office and uh gotta admit the fat suit is actually good no the fat suit looks great yeah so i did some research um before this movie, fat suits were typically a single piece of foam mm-hmm. under clothing. Um, to they were very particular of wanting the fat suit to be able to shake like a bowl full of jelly. So <laughs> <laughs> that was the quote. I'm so sorry. why did that hit you so hard? I don't know. <laughs> Thinking of Tim Allen shaking like a bowl full of jelly just hit me right in the sweet spot of why am I thinking about this? Very early uh, benchmarking tests to get the sense of the uh, to get the shape right and the look right uh, had a fat suit actually filled with Jello, <laughs> but that was just like a benchmarking test. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they ended no, up no. Uh, Tim Allen. Okay, it's like a domino effect. Tim Allen in a uh, fat suit made of Jello. 
all the way to fat Chris Hemsworth in Endgame. <laughs> yeah. Dominoes are falling down. Yeah, This was the first time that um, beaded foam pellets were used in fat suits. Really? Yeah. Um, before it was just like the solid piece, yeah. but like no. in this scene, he jiggles his belly. I, wa- I want to know what they did to make Tim Allen's cheeks look fatter, I like th- just prosthetics. I think I think there was Nate. I think it was neck makeup, um, and maybe he ju- maybe he just drank a lot of water. He could have because like, when because in the scene where like he shaves mm-hmm. and his face is all bloated, yeah, like, it looks really good. Yeah, I think like, like, it looks ex- like Tim Allen. Gained a bunch of weight. Yeah, I'm willing that he, to bet that he did gain some weight just to add oh, to the sure. easier to those aspects. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh, doctor says he's perfectly healthy, just fat, and needs to change his diet and eat less sweets. Uh, and the doctor listens to his heart, and it beats to the tune of Jingle Bells. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's... I, I don't know. It's like. <laughs> It, there's a lot of little touches in this movie that yeah. are just like cute. Okay, it should. The joke was a little bit too long. Yeah, like that was the on, that's my only critique. Like it should have been bum 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 bum, bum. and him being like, "What the hell?" And then go, and then we move on to the next thing. But it it was like a full forty five seconds. Yeah, there's the doctor looking at their puzzle, just huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we cut to, I'm going to guess, Midsummer. Tim Allen. Also, he has, like, just horrible arrhythmia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Santa ain't long for this world. No wonder there's a clause. Uh, uh, Tim, it's, we get a major time skip. Maybe Midsummer, his son is playing uh, soccer. Uh, he's, he only wears red, white, and green from now on. Uh, a little girl... I don't know how to describe this. The scene was weird. She just kind of walks up to him when he's not even all that Santa looking yet. He's mm-hmm. just fat with a white beard and white hair. Yeah. And starts telling him what she wants for Christmas. And then just there's a line of children next to him. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. Um, the Republican wet dream. <laughs> 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 uh, this is weird. <laughs> shit. Piece of shit. All right. Um, this is rather weird to the audience and to his ex-wife and the stepfather who see him talking to a line of children. It's just uh, sorry. Okay. Um, the the ex-wife is. Freaked out by this, she says, I can't believe you're changing your appearance to try to get yeah, your son to like you. That's so unhealthy for him to learn. Which, yeah, that, yeah. I, if from her point of view, I'd agree with. She takes the kid home. Uh, we cut to sometime later. Tim Allen is getting a delivery, signs for it. Um, oh, real quick, one thing I will say about her taking her kid home. They're mm-hmm. just standing in the middle of the soccer field. Oh, yeah. And w- there's a very specific thing. You didn't play sports growing up, did you? <laughs> No, I no. I'm no. just I, no. I didn't. I have to. I played t-ball. That was the um, that was I, when I yeah. was maybe t- so. It does not track whatsoever that uh, angry sports coach dad didn't mm-hmm. run onto the field and literally just start harassing all of them, <laughs> including the child, to get the fuck off the field. Yeah. That that is the most unrealistic thing in this movie. <laughs> um. So he gets a delivery. Uh, he signs for it, goes upstairs to shave. 
Um, comes down, sees that his hallway is entirely filled with red file uh, file boxes. It's the list. All of the children that believe in Santa. Also, and, very old uh, Federal Express vans. Yes. Before it was FedEx. Yeah. Uh, five, five Federal Expresses trucks pull away from the house. Yeah. Um, his wife and step his ex-wife and the stepfather are talking about what should be done. Uh, he implies that they cut, uh, that they cut Tim Allen. He, no, he implies something. So he, I, he implies that they escalate the situation. Yeah. And the next time we see them, they're, uh, looking to, they're at the uh, courthouse, courthouse to take away his visitation rights. Yeah. Um, uh, meanwhile, weird scene. Uh, meanwhile, Tim Allen is walking down the street, uh, mid fall. It looks like. Yeah. And, uh, you know. A child like cuts him off on a bike, and he's like, "This guy, this kid, naughty kid." Hey, wait up, this kid, nice, uh, like twenty something blonde that walks past him. Veronica, very nice. <sighs> she says, "Not, not on your life, slay man." Yeah, and it's yep the 90s so apparently that was just okay i guess and the uh, camera lingers on her walking away way longer than it needs to yep uh he tries to shave actually his beard it didn't again. need to at all no children's movie yeah. <laughs> he tries to shave his beard again teaching children that harassment is okay but uh he admires himself in the mirror and the and then his face morphs into his face with even whiter hair and a beard again and i was like why did you decide to do the morphine technique when you could have just had him lean down and look back up and have the face like that? Or, you know, a camera wipe. Yeah. Like Like a a camera wipe as he, like, wipes off some uh, condensation on the mirror. Like even, like, he turns around and it camera wipes. Yeah. He he goes to scratch his face and find... A a camera wipe would have been the perfect way to do this. Yeah. If they... But they decided, no, let's do let's this do this the bad way. <laughs> uh, at the course house, the lawyer asks Charlie some questions uh, outside um, in the hallway. The ex-wife reminis- um, is talking about reconsidering taking away these visitation rights. And they both talk about what made them stop believing in Santa. Uh, it's because both of them... Uh, Wanted to get a gift and then didn't get a gift from Santa that they wanted. Selfish little pricks. Yep. Uh, the mother uh, said, "Well, Neil was three. Yeah, Neil was three. The and he wanted was... an Oscar Mayer Wiener Van Wiener whistle, yeah. Weenie whistle, Weenie whistle, which the... <laughs> never uh, fails to make me chuckle at least yeah. a little bit." Uh, the mother wanted the board game mystery date, um, and Reinhold is just. Like, his character, the stepfather, is just pathetic. Just, like, yeah. pathetic. Like, he's doing a really good job. In, at being pathetic? And the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. Like, I don't know what it's... <laughs> and he's in a movie opposite Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is exactly. I think that it's this disgusting combination of overzealousness, superiority, and condensation. Not yeah. condensation. That's the thing that you were saying gets wiped off a mirror condensation i said it again what the word am i trying to say cj just being condescending Co- being condescension condescension not con- condensation yes. condescension i know what i'm trying to say 
Would you like a moment? No, okay. no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, like every time he talks on the screen, I it makes me want to kick him in the nuts and he's karate the 90, chop him in the he's throat. He's the '90s equivalent of um, actually, yeah. It's also fairly disturbing that this was the way psychiatrists were viewed in the days before uh, widespread mental health awareness. I will say I, in my day, have gone to some psychiatrists that were like this. So it's I can see why that stereotype started, Mm. because there's always a couple bad apples that just ruin it for the rest. But still, like to portray everyone like that is incorrect. But I, I have seen some that are pretty close to this yeah anyway uh charlie told the judge that his dad is definitely actually santa and the judge has decided in light of this to suspend visitation rights which will be revisited at the beginning of the new year so like a month from now (laughs) yeah it's now thanksgiving uh tim allen visits the wife's house tries again to convince the kid that he that he isn't santa um, she ain't having none of it and tosses, no, sorry. Um, yeah, he tries, <laughs> let me take that again. It's Thanksgiving. Now, uh, Tim Allen visits his wife's house. Uh, he tries to convince one last time his son that he isn't Santa, but he isn't having any of it and tosses his dad the magic snow globe gate globe that uh, Bernard gave him mm-hmm. earlier in the movie. Uh, Bernard magically shows up. Yeah. Um, Tim Allen, ex- looking at it and seeing that there's actually magic going on in the snow globe, he accepts that he actually is Santa and, and says, I want to say goodbye to my son. Uh, they leave Charlie with his dad. And, and Bernard shows up and they collectively kidnap Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> he complains about the chicken being too dry, which I liked. Just like, as long yeah. as I'm here, I'm going to try this, and this is actually the worst part of this. Um, so we don't see them kidnap the kid, they just disappear? Yeah, it just cuts to them at the North Pole, Yeah, well, where they have gone fully, like, like, like mech suit up for Santa, <laughs> like, all the upgrades to the suit. Tim Allen is very concerned about slipping and falling off roofs, so they got him a flame retardant. Um, suit. They've completely pimped out the sleigh. It has a lot more tracking systems. It has uh, five-point be- seat belts. I um, enjoy that. Yeah. Um, um, it has a uh, like a hot cocoa machine <laughs> that also ejects a cookie from a CD player. Yeah. Um, while we see things happening at the North Pole, we also see uh, the police trying to figure out what to, what to do. Uh, oh, that's right. It's a, a CD, yeah. compact disc, no, cocoa dispenser, and it gives you a cookie. <sighs> the son had a hand in creating all of this. Yes, he did. Um, because, you know, they had like a month. Yeah. Children are insane. So we see a f- room filled with police officers being told that the father who believes that he is Santa Claus has kidnapped his son. And all the cops laugh. And there's now wanted posters with pictures of Santa's face on it. So we get a little montage of police running through the town, like arresting Santa, like just impersonating, like, just like people who rented the costume just for their kids' happiness. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a police lineup with a bunch of Santas that they pulled off the streets. All I, of them have very fake beards. Yeah. And- 
like are skinny and the mother is just like nope none none of them yeah um there's the police are getting ready for a sting operation at the ex-wife's house uh to um, santa goes down the chimney at uh the girl's house from the beginning of the movie a uh, year later uh to drop off presents she says uh you gained a lot of weight he's like yeah you've grown too uh, he chugs some of the milk and then makes a face and says, I think your milk's gone sour. It's soy milk. You said you were lactose intolerant. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. That was the, that was a plan. That was cute. That was good planting and payoff. Yes, it was. Um, he then, we then see him at the ex-wife house. He gets arrested. Cops grab and arrest him. Uh, but the kid and the reindeer are still up on the roof. Uh, at the North Pole, they get the call that Santa is not responding, has likely been taken in, and I'm and they deploy what I'm sure they thought was really, really fucking clever: the ELFS or Effective Liberating Flight Squad. They're four emergency elves in jetpacks. They're they're the Elven Hit Squad. Mm-hmm. Yep. They it's it's bad. Yeah. But, oh, did I mention that before? Well, Santa was walking to his sleigh. They did like a whole jig uh, to the tune no. of "Give Me All Your Lovin'" yeah, by that ZZ was, Top. That was playing. They 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 stopped for. They were walking. They were they walking in like the moment. slow the slow mo victorious walk, like for the beginning of the third act. Yeah, and then they just stopped and did a little di- jig for a second. Yeah, and then continued. Yeah. Uh, this being intercut with the police doing things against yeah. Christmas. Talk about Give a war on Christmas. Hugs and kisses too. Um, so they the elves collect Charlie. They head to the police station. Uh, they break in. They tie up the fat uh cop on duty with ribbon, and Charlie shoves a whole donut in his mouth to keep him quiet. Um, he did start chewing. He did start chewing. Uh, they break open the jail cell using tinsel. Yeah, it basically just cuts the hinges off the door. Yeah, there's a guy in the drunk tank. Like, hey, can I have some of that tinsel? <laughs> uh, Santa Claus brings his son back to the F- ex-wife. Uh, they hug. She's happy to be reunited with her son. Tim Allen tells the kid that they are a family, and you should be with your mom too. Uh, currently calling himself, he um, Charlie says he's selfish to think that uh, he to monopolize all of his time with his dad. But his dad tells him, you are not selfish. Your belief in me is what made me Santa. You are the least selfish person I know. Uh, all of a sudden, the mom just is like, oh, you are Santa. Yeah. Like, with no actual explanation. She she looks at him and it's just like, Santa. Okay. And she gives him the gift, gift of burning the custody papers. And I, I do like, I, I kind of like them, like, like accepting, this, like, they accepted like magic. That- accepting it but i wish there was a better reason for it than him just having a conversation with his kid yeah i wish like they like because bernard doesn't show up yet bernard shows up here in like like 30 seconds later yeah but if bernard had just magically showed up and was like santa come on we gotta go yeah and then they were like oh Though, though judge reinhold's like at one point, he's like, this is insane. This is insane. And he looks at Tim Allen, and, he's, and with, like, a voice of a trembling child, he said, Santa? 
Yeah. And it's just like mewling and, is the word you were looking mule, for. Thank you. Um uh, and he is and that's and then he immediately tries to backtrack yeah. on that, being like, Oh god, yeah. I'm sharing your delusions. And then Bernard just shows up like hey, you yeah. gotta get going. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I I do kind of wish Bernard showed up like at the beginning to do that, and then they realized he was Santa. Yeah. And then fully accepted it. Yeah. But it just I I don't know. It kind of is out of the blue because the entire movie they're fighting it, and then he just talks to his son, and they're like, "Yeah, oh, you're Santa." Bernard appears. Uh, he tells, "Hey, we gotta get going," and he tells Charlie that if you ever want to see your dad, you can just use the magic snow globe. Uh, freaking out about all this, the stepfather goes and calls the cops who surround the house. Everyone in the neighborhood comes out to see what's going on. Cops run into the house, but Santa's already taken off. And a vertical lift from the roof. I did think I, th- I thought that was like a cute thing. That was a new technology yeah. in the late nineties. Well, vertical also lift. They Charlie had mentioned earlier he wanted them to work on a vertical lift. Yeah, because he called his mom. Like, yeah. Well, they were having a, the police there, <laughs> uh, and he's like, "Yeah, we're just working on vertical lift tech for the sleigh, <laughs> like casually." Yeah, I gotta go. The elves need me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I must go. My people need me. <laughs> Um, Santa yells Merry Christmas and do all a good night. Stepfather apologizes for not believing in Charlie. Charlie tells him it's okay. You're just denying your inner child. The dude says you're going to make a good psychologist someday. And then Charlie, uh, hits him with the most, you're not my real dad line of no, thanks. I'm going to stick with the family business. Okay. I really emphasizing family. Okay. I want to talk about that line for a second. Mm Mm-hmm. Does that mean he wants to eventually kill his father and become Santa? Because that's the way it reads. I don't like the the way I was going into the family business of family business being Santa. At one point, he's going to be like, enough of your shit, father. (laughs) Just like fully execute his dad and put on the clothes and become the new Santa. Yeah, well, that's what uh, that's what the The current TV new TV show movie thing is disney plus disney plus movie i I think yeah is that actually what it's about yeah he's retiring i don't know exactly like how to get out of that the escape clause yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. i was making another reference to i know you were (laughs) um so uh, before he goes, he drops a mystery date board game to his ex-wife, a soccer ball for his son, and the Oscar Mayer weenie whistle for the stepfather. <laughs> he flies off, camera pulls away, revealing the inside of the snow globe and the exact same location that the camera pulled away from. Except it's maybe a couple hours later. Uh, the kid is shaking the snow globe and to get his dad to return, and then he does... They hug. Santa offers him a quick joyride. Mother says, okay, fine. Just don't go out over the ocean. And this scene, this final scene, undercuts the emotional scene we had earlier where the mother burned the papers. Yep. Because the entire point was that the kid re- realized that he was monopoly- mo- monopolizing his dad's time. It was character growth for the kid. Th- that was his kid's character growth moment. Yeah. And... He immediately decides to renege on that maybe a couple hours after spending time with his mom. If that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you spend that much time with Neil, you're bound to want to backtrack on that. Yeah. Uh, They fly off to the moon and credits roll. 
uh, and I don't, I'm not a fan of this movie. There's yeah. bits and pieces which are good. Some single lines just la- and just laughably horrible effects. And honestly, okay, one point in his favor, set design in the North Pole was nice. Everything with the North Pole I liked. Yeah, there are a bunch they, of little visual gags. They go really gag. fucking hard yeah. with the North Pole. There are a bunch of little visual gags. Like, there's a room called the ballroom, and you see balls bouncing around in the background yeah. in it. Like, it, like it's cute. The door, the doors are segmented, so uh, human size and elf size are uh, two different doors. Yeah. I had <clears throat> doors built into doors. The, the design of it's just yeah. good. But I also just found it boring. I found this movie boring, CJ. The second act drags for me. Yeah, but it's so boring that I kept pausing it to give myself little breaks and kept imagining Well, that's other... why you got bored. Yeah, well, no, because I was coming up with more interesting things. Like, what would make this movie more interesting? It was all a dream, and he actually is going under undergoing a major psychological no, break no, and no, is no, dragging no, no. his son no, down with you're him. D- you're not just saying, I was bored, so I kept pausing it. Yes. No, I got bored. No, y- it, was, it was just like either like you're gonna be this. more bored if you just pause it and sit there thinking about it if just I get through it no i wasn't more bored when i paused it because i was thinking about better stories yeah but you can't say that you were bored watching this movie and paused it and then say but i was coming up with better alternatives and then wasn't bored because obviously you're going to come up with better shit than this movie could have yes. come up with that's not a point necessarily against this movie for being boring it's just that you because this movie was pg there was a very specific amount of things that they could do okay like obviously we're gonna go very different ways like going something eldritch horror with the body transformation i wasn't even thinking that i was thinking what uh maybe he tries the purge uh, the purge north pole edition i wasn't even thinking that i was thinking maybe he tries to fight the claws in some variation of a supernatural legal case and the kid joins in the oppo- opposing side because he wants his dad to be Santa. Or, and then I got bored again and thought, what would happen if we were the ones who accidentally killed Santa? You, CJ, me, Gage, you put on the clothing, and what the hell that would look like? It would be chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, of the two of us, I first of all, I'm the one to accidentally kill Santa. Yes. Second of all, I'm the one that puts on the clothes. That's what Third I mean. of all... I would then kill you to leave no witnesses. There was no... What if I decided I want to come along with you? Hmm. Maybe. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'd consider it. All right. But I, There I, can only be one! But if you don't... I, no, let's be real. I wouldn't be Santa. I'd be Krampus. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Also, coal, giving I, kids coal is, like, really expensive. Oh, I wouldn't give kids coal. I'd, I wouldn't even show up mm. if they were naughty. Yeah. It's even worse. No, it's... I think the original idea was adding insult to injury. Mm-hmm. Like, not only have you been a bad child, but this mythical creature decided not to give you toys, but came here and gave you something, like, really shitty. Oh, I just but I literally I'm, shit in their stocking. Okay, that see that's more cheap. That's also more cost effective than coal. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, they're giving me enough milk and cookies where that is not going to be a problem, my friend. Uh, I have like borderline IBS. <laughs> <laughs> that would work out just fine. Can I go on a tirade? Yeah. First act. The biggest problem of this movie is the first act. Like second, 
the second act, you're right, it drags. It drags, but it has a place. Yes. It, it drags, but the story is there. But the, no, first, the first act is very long. The and, first act is half the movie. Yeah. And it's and it fails to set up any proper proper theme or lesson that the rest of the movie can commit to. Yeah. Like and all I I I spent way too much writing and thinking about this. And ultimately just make it, it No, there's no theme. There's no, there's theme. no actual theme. The, but, the second you start thinking that the theme is family, the, the no, it's not. Yeah. No, but it, the, the thing that bothers me is in the first act, it hints at other themes that other movies have done. We yeah. see him at the come home late from the office and lie to his ex-wife, which implies that he is pr- prioritizing his work over his family. But his boss has like six lines in this entire movie. So it's not that. Yeah. Um, and one of them is just asking him if he's done with his pudding. Yeah. Um, he doesn't cook a full Christmas dinner, but he tries to cook one. And I fully expected that when he saw that it took four hours, it would cut to him like them eating out of TV dinners mm-hmm. or something. But he tried to cook and like he ultimately goes to Denny's, but there was an attempt made. He's not a negligent father. He's trying to be good with No, he's just kids. bad. He's just bad at it. So fatherhood isn't really the theme either. No. Because the kid only likes him the second he becomes Santa. But before then, all we get is the kid talking with his mouth flaps, saying how you don't, like, why don't we do the things that I like? Why is the things that I like stupid? Why, you always say this. But it's it's not, he's not being portrayed. I don't like eggnog. He reads his son a book before he goes to bed and then stops and goes back to clarify a question Mm -hmm. about the grammar of the book. Yeah. He's not being portrayed as a deadbeat. He's not a bad dad. He's just bad at fathering. Yeah. And... Yeah. And then, finally, at the end of Act 1, the elf says, Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. And I'm like, okay, that's the theme. We're gonna they're gonna play around with that. Like the last time I saw this, I was maybe I was probably in elementary school, so yeah. I had no idea what the story was. The implication was. of that line. Yeah. Which like I thought they were gonna play around with different v- literate uh, versions of that theme, both literal and abstract. Okay, I will say that line is kind of an outlier in this movie. It because is. it's it's the first of all, this movie is obviously not even smart enough to have a theme, mm-hmm. but the fact we're even throwing this line is is line in is almost a red herring. Yeah, it's like hey, we do have a theme. No, we don't. Just no. kidding. Ha ha ha. Like I, like to... the writers were just smart enough to put that line in, mm-hmm. but still dumb enough where they couldn't actually tie something together. Yeah, and this took a while for me to think. There is a theme. There's it's not a theme. It's a lesson learned at the end about believing in yourself and believing in people who believe in you. But that was done in an anime called Gurn Logon a lot better. Um, and it's just, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that this movie is just fine. It has an interesting idea. It has an e- interesting twist. But, and that's the only thing that's like kept its longevity. I will say, as much as I'm not a f- huge fan of Tim Allen. He plays a good Santa. He plays a really good Santa when he's playing Santa. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. Like, 
like he's not he's playing like i like, didn't he, even un, try to until, remember his name until the, third, the characters until the third act he is just tim allen yep he's just stand-up routine uh quippy uh, quippy misogynistic uh tim the tool man taylor tim allen yeah but the second the third act hits and he embraces it He's Santa. He's just a really good Santa. And he, and like, has that Santa dad energy that yeah. works. But it it's... It was such a hard pivot. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I don't know. I, I think the only reason... Like, there are two reasons that this movie is remembered. Because... <laughs> Santa is murdered. <laughs> Santa is murdered. The legal twist of it being a clause, yeah. like that—that's a clever idea. And Tim Allen's performance as Santa in the final mm-hmm. act. But that's three reasons. But whatever. Um, but they—they make so many Christmas movies every year for Christmas, and only some are remembered. And those three reasons are the reason this movie is remembered, and the reason it's given a bigger budget for the sequel. Yeah, but. Other than that, it's not very good. It's about as forgettable as most other, like, forgettable Christmas movies. Yeah. Which is a shame. I like it. I think it's cute. It's fine. I can't It's even... not Elf. It's not Elf. Like, I mean, nothing's gonna be Elf. Elf is, like, A perfect. masterpiece of Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Elf is a Christmas miracle. Yeah. It's it's just... It, play, it knows its theme. It knows what it's doing. It... Like even even the fucking even okay the scene it has where, amazing talent yeah the scene where he was walking around New York like there's shots of him just running around eating the gum off the railings yeah that was all improv improv yeah. he went around with a guy with a camera guy and they just filmed yeah <laughs> with her, yeah uh, Zoe Deschanel in that movie just kicks ass yeah and, and everything th- in that movie kicks ass yeah I like Elf Elf is good I need to watch Elf. That's, yeah. I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas, Christmas time is here. That's still in our heads. Yep. It's going to be there forever. Yep. And then it's going to come back next year. Yep. All right. Um, uh, I don't know if I can quantify this with our fruit scale. Can you? It like we it's, ha- it's a mango that's being strangled to death by Christmas lights. Maybe. Yeah. It. And then. Once that mango is dead from the strangulation, a grape comes in and takes its place. <laughs> but the the thing is, it, it gets progressively better. It does. In the movie. Like, so it's... Okay, so it's a grape that gets strangled by Christmas lights, yes. and then a mango comes in and takes its place. Yeah. But I keep getting hung up on that damn, th- that damn line about belief like that's such a good ex- thing to play around with and they did nothing with it nope yeah yeah um also if you only watch the middle part of this movie it makes for a pretty good psychological drama it, it, a 25 minute long psychological drama but yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's like the longest 25 minutes it's very yeah it's weird it's paced very slowly um i think that's it for favorite uh shot accolades uh definitely the terrible uh composition of the deer and the and the dad and the son in the Mm -hmm. um (laughs) walking through like what almost looked like central park but with 
Yeah, but very clearly like a stock photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I have to give. I, I don't. I don't have a favorite scene. No. Um. But I have to give best actor to Judge Reinhold. Oh, I was gonna give it to the kid, to the son. The kid's good, but it's like I. I think we have to acknowledge people who can play pieces of shit more. Yeah. Yeah. The kid's good. The kid's good. He'd be the second. But Judge Reinhold, especially that, like, Santa? Yeah. That, like, break. But, um, yeah. No, Eric Lloyd as uh, uh, Charlie, though, I yes. is uh, what's being given mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I love him in this, I think, every time. Like, he... Especially, like, the first act of the movie, like, obviously does not want to be there with his dad. Yeah. It just, like, I like that. Mm. I, I love his performance. Just the, we're out of chocolate milk. Plain milk's fine. <laughs> it's like. It's pretty good. Also, he looks shockingly like my younger nephew. Mm. <laughs> I could not, like, if my nephew had a bowl cut, <laughs> and I just could not get that out of my head. <sighs> also, uh, he is also in Dunstan Checks In, and I fucking love that movie. Okay. Okay. Have you No, I've never heard of it. You've never heard of it? What is it? Dunstan is a monkey that checks into a hotel. Okay. You've never... Now, what it, What year did it come out? 96. Ugh. I... I, I it's a kid's movie, I get dude. that. But I have been, like, not... I don't think explicitly show, told to avoid mon- movies with monkeys in them. But I have definitely been impacted by my parents' dis- dislike of movies where the oh, monkey yeah, is Oh, yeah, no, no, it's, it's total animal abuse, but it's a fun-ass movie. <laughs> Dunstan checks in. Okay. To a hotel. Okay, I hear that. That's the plot. Yeah. Dunstan is a monkey. That's it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Chimp, All technically. Right. Okay. Um, I think that's it for this movie. Uh, do you have any, do you have a wrecking ball? I don't. I've been doing nothing. I've been sick for the past week. Oh, yeah. This is like the first hour or so of clarity that I've of like clarity of voice mm-hmm. that I've had in the past week. Yeah. I completely lost my voice after we re- recorded the last episode. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm about to fucking just like <laughs> slowly turn into death incarnate again. <laughs> like as soon as this is over. Um I do have one thing that I want to wreck. Mm-hmm. It's your fucking face because you forgot my birthday, you I'm piece of sorry. shit. I'm sorry. I knew it was I I was like I was too embarrassed to ask when it was and then you messaged me and I'm like ah shit. The only one and then you said the only one who remembered was Eve. <laughs> Generally remembered as soon as I messaged her. Uh, okay. uh, and it was like, "Hey, like the next day." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Shit, your birthday." <laughs> And then, like, you were posting things on my birthday all day, and I was just, like, trying to be passive-aggressive. I was just like, yeah. Or no, it was the day after. I'm like, yeah, it is December 1st. That's what that meant. Okay. I was so confused about that. God. I was was like, what the hell does that mean? Like, like, yeah. It is December 1st. I posted. You're right. I, Do the math. I posted that great animation of a guy who hears Mariah Carey up on his roof and then tries to shoot her but can't. And then she goes nuclear. And I posted it like, it's no, it's December 1st, bitches. You know what that means. And then you post that. And I'm like, what the fuck does he mean by that? <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, you fucking better be. I am. Piece of shit. <laughs> 
<sighs> I have, I do have something to wreck. Uh, it is a holiday musical. Uh, it's, oh God! No, it's good. Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. That's a it. musical. Yeah, Spirited. It's, I didn't know it was a musical. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, they they lean a little bit heavy on the auto tune, but the story is enough that you can no, kind of ignore no, it. No, I can like I, I would I, not be okay, able to. I'm not even an audio guy, and I picked up on it. So yeah, no, like you, I would, mind. I would immediately turn that shit off. I I fucking can't do it. Yeah, it, nothing makes me matter than auto tune. It's rough. It's, it's a bit rough. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't take singing lessons. You need a fucking crutch, like a little fucking baby. You yeah. piece of shit. Fuck auto-tune. Okay, you good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. All right. Anyway, uh, in it, uh, uh, it's a Christmas carol, but there's this company in the afterlife that does a Christmas carol to the worst person every year on Christmas. And this year they've- Tim just- Allen? <laughs> this uh, Will Ferrell plays the ghost of Christmas present- and this year they're going after Ryan Reynolds, who's playing a guy who manufactures discontent. So like all those all those thing all those flame wars that you see happening on Twitter. Uh, I was he, just gonna say he's an influencer. <laughs> kind of. He's he's the guy who influences the influencers uh, to get like people angry and talking about things to either. Oh, he's call, a shit poster. Yes, either to bring attention to them or divert attention away from something else. Um. <laughs> And uh, later we learn that Will Ferrell was actually the original um, Scrooge. Mm. And at, there's the one of the best songs in it is um, Good Afternoon, because when they were back in Scrooge's time, Good Afternoon was a sick burn. And basically like... Good, like, good day, sir. Yeah. Good afternoon. So there's a song where um, Ryan Reynolds gets Will Ferrell to start saying good afternoon again. As basically a fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you sort of thing. But they're singing good afternoon. Um, I do kind of have a couple things that I want to wreck, but I want to actually talk about them uh, when we do our year in review. Okay. Um, is the trailers that have dropped this past week. Yeah. Okay. Um, new Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Looks, it uh, doesn't look like they're showing much. No, but there's no, they are. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing a normal Marvel trailer again instead yes. of Guardians Vol- uh, Guardians Holiday Special, yeah. which is just, I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know either. I don't know why they thought that they needed to sell that, like sell yeah. the premise of it instead of just saying, hey, Guardians are doing wacky shit on Christmas. Yeah. And as if people wouldn't show up immediately. <laughs> um, and then uh, the one that I really want to linger on when we do our year in review is the uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Yes. Which I know you don't. Uh, you don't know why I'm so hyped yeah. for it, or you don't fully appreciate it, but I want to get into that. Okay. I just wanted to say, uh, if you didn't know, there's trailers out for shit, and yes. uh, go watch them. Yeah. Because this is the time of year, this is one of the two times of year where just trailers drop imme- like all the time. Yeah. It's now, and it's like early February, uh, right before the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, just go watch some trailers. Yes. Um... Anything else? I think that's. I think that's it. I think it. that's it. I'm about to die. All right, do your outro, and then okay. You can follow pass out. follow us on Instagram. Join our Discord and uh, links for other episodes down website description. Please rate and <laughs> review us on whatever platform you're listening on. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, five stars if you could leave please, a comment. Thank we'll, you. Leave a comment. We'll shout you out. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for listening. Stay sticky. All right. Bye.
You got me depressed again. I got to hype myself up again. Fucking Tim Allen doing the high-pitched voice. You st- stupid piece of shit. You turned, you made me g- get all angry because he, uh, angry, sad. Like, I can get angry, excited, but mostly when people talk about terrible, terrible people, I only get angry, sad. So now I have to talk like this and yell at you because you're a piece of shit for reminding me that he's a piece of shit. Okay. He's not Kanye levels. Not Kanye, but he's still up there. <laughs> All right. Because, you know, when Kanye can make Alex Jones look like the reasonable person, <sighs> something's wrong with the world. Yeah. This is the worst timeline. It is.